following program is a presentation of Hall Sports Communications. Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. Presents today's sports report. On today's program, we'll talk about University of Georgia football and more. And now, from the studios of UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram, here's the host of today's sports report, Chris Hall. Welcome uh, to uh, today's sports report on uh, Facebook, on uh, UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Chris Hall, your host. And joining us uh, tonight, of course, is Matthew Hall. Matthew, how you doing tonight? Oh, we're doing good. Dogs are number one. I mean, yeah. can't be doing any better. Uh, dogs are number one in the latest polls and, and in our hearts always. And yeah. joining us on uh, the phone tonight, we're very pleased, wonderfully happy to have with us the athletic director for the University of Georgia, Josh Brooks. And uh, Josh, welcome to our program. I can tell you it's a great honor for us on uh, today's sports report to have you on our program this evening. Well, I appreciate it. And I apologize. I couldn't get on earlier uh, in the year. You know, it's been a, obviously it's, uh, everything moves pretty fast during the season. And so the bye week worked out best for me. So I appreciate your patience. Well, we, we appreciate you having, uh, you know, being with us uh, here and uh, on our uh, program. Uh, and by the way, uh, today's sports report, we have a wonderful sponsor. We do want to give them a quick plug, and that's Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. When it comes time to finance or refinance your home, go to southeastmortgage.com slash UGA. Well, Josh, uh, you know, you, you talk about how busy you are. We certainly know that is absolutely the truth. So here's what it's like, uh, folks, to be uh, the director of athletics at the University of Georgia. You oversee 21 sports involving 500 student athletes, head coaches and their staffs and their supporting staffs, 300 full-time employees. You manage sprawling athletic facilities. And on top of that, you have the entire dog nation looking over your shoulder with a million different opinions on what is good and what is bad and uh, what is happening at the University of Georgia. So, Josh, I can't imagine the job you have. You do a wonderful job with it. Tell us a little bit about the, the path that, that brought you to the University of Georgia and to this position you hold. How far back do you want me to go? <laughs> so, um, I've always had a passion for athletics. Um, I, I, early on in my life, I thought I wanted to be a, a football coach. Uh, got involved in college athletics as a student equipment manager early on. Uh, parlayed that into a student assistant job. At that time, I was at university. Uh, I was at uh, Louisiana State University working for uh, Coach Fisher, Jimbo Fisher, and, and Nick Saban. And I was able to get that experience and, and move into a grad assistant role. So I was a grad assistant football coach for a couple of years. And then I moved into football operations. And that's when I really knew... I was okay with not being a coach and getting in the administrative side of things and uh, did that for a number of years. And that's what uh, brought me to the University of Georgia. Coach Rick hired me in 2008. Um, and it wasn't until 2010 when Coach Fisher uh, offered me a spot to be a football operations uh, director at Florida State that uh, I was able to move into administration at Georgia, move in full into administration out of football and uh, became assistant AD. And from there, um, was promoted a couple times, left to go to Millsap College in Jackson, PBAD. Went back to Monroe for a year as a deputy AD. They came back to Georgia in 2016 and been here since and was uh, 
blessed enough to be promoted a couple times. And then, then when Greg retired um, this last year, I was able to uh, apply and get this the position I'm currently in, and it's been a blessing. And I guess I'm a little lucky too. And then I guess yeah. time in life is everything. But uh, been in this job for now nine months, and just blessed every day to to serve this great university and this wonderful football team. You know, I was I was looking over your, you know, what what you're in charge of, what you're the head of the great organization uh, to be the director of athletics at UGA. I, I was looking over all of your responsibilities, and I know you have a great staff. You have to have a great staff uh, to to be yeah. doing what you're doing and to be, uh, you know, to stay on top of everything and to keep everything flowing as in an excellent way as I know you want it to flow. Uh, I was kind of wondering a little bit, uh, you, you know, and I know you don't have a typical day. I know you don't have an average day. I know every day is different, and you never know what the next thing is going to be, what the next thing will pop up uh, in uh, from your day-to-day schedule. But kind of what does your day-to-day schedule look like? I mean, to be uh, in charge of what you are in charge of, what does a day with Josh Brooks looks uh, look like at the University of Georgia? Yeah, you, you hit it on the head. There really is no typical day. Um, and I, I do want to take a uh, stop and take a second and just got, appreciate my staff that I have. I've got a phenomenal staff from my executive staff all the way down to the, the, the grad assistants and interns and student workers. We've got a phenomenal people that work at the University of Georgia that make my job as easy as possible. I've got a great executive team I can lean on um, for all the heavy decisions and big things. So, I'm blessed to have a great staff, but typical day, you know, again, there is a typical day, but um, I get in fairly early. I'm an early, I'm an early bird. I like to get in early, kind of early part of the day, try to knock out any remaining emails that maybe have been lingering, try to get those things knocked out, um, return any other correspondence, whether it's writing a handwritten note or things like that. I like to get those things done early in the day. That way, when the day hits at 8 a.m., I'm ready for whatever may come. And usually... There's any, you know, number of meetings that are scheduled throughout the week. I've got standing weekly meetings, family monthly meetings, bi-weekly, things like that, that will occupy a lot of your time. Um, but there's also planning for whatever's coming during that part of the year, whether it's a home event or a donor event, athletic, whatever that may be coming. Um, and then I always joke and say, you could really walk into the office any given day and not have anything on the agenda and stuff's going to come to you. There's yeah. people want to pop in and ask you a question or set an impromptu meeting or, um, you know, there could be something that needs a decision or uh, something to deal with. I have learned to never say the phrase ever again, today was a slow day. <laughs> in nine months, I've said that twice in nine months. Literally within 30 minutes, there was something massive that happened within 30 minutes. I will never, ever utter those words again because there's always something around every corner. So, uh, you'll never hear me say those words again. You know, I, I, I was I was thinking about, I was thinking about your position. You know, uh, when when people think about their university, very rarely do they do the first uh, you know person that comes to their mind is the athletic director, and and really a lot of people really don't know who the athletic director is of the college they love and the college they support. They know the head football coach and the different coaches of the different sports. The only time they might hear about the athletic director is when something goes wrong and the athletic director has to come forward and, and, you know, do something and clean up or whatever, has to address an issue. And so if, if somebody does not know 
that Josh Brooks is the athletic director at the University of Georgia. That's okay with you, isn't it? That that might mean you're doing your job, right? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the officials, right? They, yeah. they don't, if they don't talk about you, it's been a good day. You know, and I'm, yeah. I'm okay with, uh, you know, work on teams. That's kind of that's kind of where I came up with this business in this industry is, is doing the work on teams. So I'm okay with that. But at the same time, it is part of your responsibility to share the good news that most good things happen at the university and athletic performance. So, I am willing to go speak to groups and, you know, this, this week I went and spoke to the Rotary Club and other things like that. So I'm willing to get out there nice. and, and be active and, and share the good news because there's so many great things happening at the university yeah. that you don't want the first time someone sees you or hears about you to be when something goes wrong. So anytime I can get in front of a group and share the good news, I want to do that because, again, we have so many good stories to tell that I do think it is part of our responsibility to get out there and, and share those things. You know, I, Colin Powell, uh, the great American general, passed away this week. And, and as, uh, as I was reading some of the stories about Colin Powell, I, I ran across often a reference to what he called his 13 rules for life. And I read over those rules, very impressive. And they were kind of rules that kind of guided him personally, uh, principles that guided him personally in his personal life and also in, in his position, uh, in the different positions that he held. And I was wondering, uh, you may not have any of these written down or anything, but Josh, are, are there some principles, uh, some rules, some some sayings that you constantly keep in your mind that kind of guide you uh, personally and in, in how you live and in your position as the athletic director at the University of Georgia? Maybe some things you've learned, maybe some things you've heard, some things that really have come out of your heart through life experience. Uh, are there any Josh Brooks rules for life? Yeah, I've got a few, and, and, and a lot of it started for me in the equipment room when I was a student manager um, in my undergrad time. I worked for a phenomenal man named Jeff Ball, who really was just a gem of a person and, and really taught me a lot of the, the core values of what I believe in in terms of how I work and how I approach. And, and it really starts with two fundamental principles for me is the core, at the core of it all is work hard and treat people the right way. Yeah. And I always tell young people that I meet, especially those getting into the industry or whatever industry they're choosing to get into, if you work hard at your path and treat people the right way, good things will happen to you. Matt, you know, whether it's the AD, the president, the head coach, the custodian, the graduate assistant, the intern, treat people the right way, treat That's people right. the way you want to be treated. And those are That's two right. of my core principles of, of things I believe in. Um, the other thing I always refer back to is we put the student athlete first in everything we do because without them, there is no need for me. Yeah. I'm just an AD. They can go places without me anytime, any place, anywhere. They are the purpose of our work. They're never an interruption of it. They are the purpose. And that was another fundamental thing that um, Jeff Ball taught me in early age. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so those some, some fundamental things. As an athletic department, we really focus on a few things. Integrity, inclusiveness, and innovation. Integrity, inclusiveness, innovation are the three eyes that are really important to us as a department that we want our staff to focus on. We want to be an inclusive department that's welcoming to all um, you know, in a place where all can come together and, and celebrate George Athletics, whether you're a fan, whether you're a student, whether you're a staff member, we want right. we want to be innovative. We want to come up with new ideas, but at the same time, we want to respect the tradition of the University of Georgia. So, as you as you come up with innovate, innovative ideas, respecting that tradition, yeah. and then integrity. You know, whatever we do, we want to do it, uh, do things the right way. And we want, again, that goes back to treating people the right way, doing things the right way 
um, even when no one's watching, even when um, there's not a result based out of it, just doing things the right way for the right reason. So those are some of the fundamental things that I try to live my life by and I try to inspire um, our staff and coaches and student-athletes to, to be a part of as well. Yeah, very good. Now, last year we had to deal with, uh, you know, all the pandemic rules. We had to deal with the, uh, you know, limited attendance and uh, all the distancing and all of that kind of thing. Uh, last year for all the sporting events, football and all sporting events, and, and, you know, and, and I have been just so thrilled to see Sanford Stadium fill this year with uh, with mm-hmm. the uh, full attendance. H- how refreshing. I, I don't know if that's the right word. How refreshing. How good. Is it to be kind of like back to normal with a full stadium of uh, dog fans uh, cheering on the University of Georgia? For you, it's it's that, that that's got to be refreshing and exciting, right? It is. It's, it's extremely exciting because we. This is what we do. All the hard work we put in for for these opportunities, especially when you talk about the sport of football. We only have six home opportunities this year, so yeah. we have these six special days a year that we work so hard for. Um, to put on, you know, to put on a show, to put on an event that, that everyone can come celebrate, everyone can come really get away from their eight to five or whatever stresses them in the world to come to escape for this great athletic event, just to be a part of a crowd and, and have these great experiences. So it is really refreshing. And it's been, it's been really remarkable just to see how excited everyone is to get back together again, especially our students. Our students have yeah. been absolutely phenomenal this year you know we've challenged them to come out and support team get out there early get out there in big numbers and they have answered the challenge every week and i cannot thank them enough and the entire bulldog nation just the support that uh we've had this year and then the way that they've impacted games has just been phenomenal it doesn't hurt to be the number one team in the nation either does it (laughs) right now it doesn't hurt at it all. Definitely helps. All right, we're going to take a break, come back, and talk about some uh, UGA football stuff here. But uh, we're going to hear from Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. Today's sports report will be right back after this message from Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. This is head coach Kirby Smart. It's my job to coach the fundamentals of football and prepare my guys for the future. Well, my friends at Southeast Mortgage are preparing you for your future by becoming a homeowner. Every Bulldog deserves a home. If you're in the market to purchase or refinance, I trust Southeast Mortgage to provide the best experience and get it done. Visit southeastmortgage.com UGA to get pre-approved for your home loan today. Southeast Mortgage the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs. Southeast Mortgage of Georgia Incorporated, NMLS, number 103956, Georgia Residential Mortgage License, number 6578. The only thing better than winning between the hedges on Saturday is coming home to this on Sunday. On the football field, I'm a coach. At home, I'm a dad. The field is where legends are made, where boys become men, dreams become reality, and teammates become family. Family is the most important thing. It's everything we have. And home is where a family's memories are made. So when the time comes to finance your home, make the smart choice and get your home loan with Southeast Mortgage. Thank you for joining us and welcome back to today's sports report. Uh, the, the focus of our, our program, today's sports report uh, on UGA Football News on uh, Facebook and Instagram is, of course, on, uh, on Georgia football. I know that you are committed, as as you've mentioned about you know the, the full stadium and that kind of thing. I, I know you're 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 really committed to improving the game day experience 
for all fans at the University of Georgia, especially for families. Uh, you, you know, and and uh, and, and when when the TV, television camera pans around uh, the the stadium, it's great to see kids and a great great to see families. So, how what are you doing to make the game day experience a family friendly experience? Yeah, so it really, the, the focus for us is always finding ways to get better each and every game. And, and look, and this is an excuse, but it's, it's a reality. We are operating out of a 92,000-seat venue that has challenges. Yeah. This isn't a brand-new Mercedes-Benz Stadium with big concourses and lots of points of sale and brand-new restrooms. So we have challenges. But with that, those aren't excuses, but how do we make it as best as possible? So it all starts with coming up with a great plan for getting people into the venue, right? So. Right. This year, we've invested in 100 pedestal scanners that allow people to scan their tickets in faster, getting them in the gates faster. Mm-hmm. Communicating plans on, hey, gate two is always going to be a little bit one of the more crowded gates. Look for other options. Gate three, gate four A are great options. Communicating that information. You know, a couple of years ago, we made the move to uh, start this group, this volunteer group called the Silver Dogs. Their only task during game day is to really look for people who need help and help them whatever their need may be if they need directions or they have a question wherever that may be the other side of it is once we get you in the stadium are we doing a good job of treating you with respect and and giving you uh you know when it comes to concessions we've this summer we partnered with zaxby's to uh put in crushed ice the, the zaxby's ice around all our venues we've lowered the the family value pricing menu on the five core items bottled soda bottled water popcorn candy and hot dogs improve the hot dog from a you know a smaller dog to basically doubling the size of it making it more fan friendly because you never know a family that could be this could be their one game a year they can afford to come to that they bought tickets on the secondary market right. it could be a game that their company gave um, that family tickets to that they can't afford tickets so when they come to the game you don't want to walk to the concession and feel like man I can't afford this this is really turning into a negative experience so that as well um, you know, we're always trying to find ways to, you know, with, we've done the red lights and cool ways to get the crowd excited for music and things like that and great videos. Um, and we've, we've hired, uh, we have a custodian assigned to every single restroom whose only job is to keep that facility as clean as possible throughout the game. So it's all those little things yeah. and we're not done. And, and, and the challenge is every game, every year, finding new ways to keep improving. You know, as I evaluate our operation. I know there's things that I want to keep doing. I would like to, you know, little things like adding more and bigger TVs to the concourse. Because if you're going to be waiting in a line at concession, you know, it makes it a little bit easier if you can, you know, keep up with the game while you're waiting. You know, one thing's up, something I'd like to do in time is add the radio feed to the restroom. So that way, as you're waiting in line, you can hear the audio feed of, of what's going on. So it's little things like that right. that we, you know, never stop improving. So, so there's a lot of things like that, but but again, it's being open and always trying to find little ways to make the experience a little better. Uh, good stuff. How about uh, you know uh, Kirby Smart is just a great recruiter. Uh, you know he and his staff. I just, he has a great staff. Well, they kill it on the recruiting trail. Even today, we heard some good news about a commit uh, to the University of Georgia. I was wondering uh, do, how much interaction do you have with potential players with recruits? in football and in other sports uh, that might visit the campus. And do you ever get out on some of those recruiting trips? Uh, how involved are you with recruiting? Yeah, so uh, I am not allowed to go on recruiting trips as an administrator. That's something only for NCAA rules that coaches can do. Okay, but okay. 
I've told all our 15 head coaches of our 21 sports that I'm, I will always make time for recruits. And home weekends are usually time where I can spend a lot of time with recruits and, uh, and give them that time. And for me, sometimes it's even more connecting with the families as, a, as I can talk as a parent and things like that. But um, usually on a home weekend, I'll spend anywhere two to three uh, or more hours on a Friday or Saturday with recruits and their families talking to any coach that any coach that asks. So um, it's something I take great pride in. And look, it may not make much of a difference, but if I can make a one percent difference in a recruit's business, I'm going to do it and to do everything I can to sell my passion for this university, my passion for Athens, my vision for where I want our athletic department to head. And I want all 21 sports to know that I care about all of them. So yeah. mm-hmm. if I can spend time with a track recruit or a women's basketball recruit or whatever it may be, and they get some personal time with the AD, um, that's important to me because I, I want to help be, uh, be an impact any way I can. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you do a good job. And I, I, for me, if, if I had a, a son that was a potential recruit for the University of Georgia football team, and, uh, and, and we took that official trip, I, I'd want to talk to not only the coach, but also the athletic director and the, uh, just to get the feel of a, of a university. And I, I know you do a great job with that. Uh, a couple of things, uh, you know, there, there, there's been a lot of talk about the possibility of expanding the college football uh, playoff uh, from four teams, and some have suggested up to eight teams, maybe even to twelve teams. Uh, you, you know uh, that that's I'm, I'm, I think personally, there's going to be an expansion. To what extent, I don't know, and don't really know when it's going to happen. Do you support that kind of thing, and and do athletic directors have any kind of input in something like that? Yeah, that's something we meet as a conference, and we'll discuss and. and- and um, we'll get feedback to Commissioner Sankey as he's involved in that committee. But, you know, look, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm very selfish when it comes to this. I want what's best for the University of Georgia. What's mm-hmm. going to give us the best opportunity uh, to be successful? So that's where my my, my mentality is going to lie. And with that, whether it's four or eight or 12, you got to look at what, there's caveats within that, that that everyone needs to be aware of. Is it going to be, you know, we obviously would not want automatic or too many automatic qualifiers we want opportunities to get as many SEC teams in the playoffs as possible so again I'm going to be I have to be selfish and look out what's best for the University of Georgia when it comes to those decisions or or what my you know when I voice my opinion on that yeah I know you're a great advocate for the University of Georgia of course uh, you know back earlier this this uh, part of this year big news uh, came out that the SEC is expanding uh, adding two just you know historic uh, college uh, football programs the university of texas and oklahoma they'll be coming into the league i think in 2025 if i remember correctly uh obviously that's going to alter what the sec looks like right now we're divided into two divisions sec east sec west so with texas and oklahoma coming in uh any idea on the configuration for the sec i mean are we going to stick with Two divisions? Are we going to the four pods? I mean, any idea, any kind of insight into what the SEC? I know it's in the future, and we'll let the future handle itself. But you know, any idea? And what would you prefer? What is the configuration for the SEC you might prefer? Well, that's something we're still working through right now. Uh, again, one of the uh, one of the things I'm, I'm glad to be a part of is this conference, and we have great leadership, Mr. Sankey. We're blessed to have uh, President Moorhead, who lays up all the presidents in the SEC as well. 
Uh, so we have phenomenal leadership as we work through this. And this is something we're going to work through in the coming months to kind of see what direction we're going to head. We're excited to add two great institutions with, like you said, they're historically uh, successful, great academic schools. So when you talk about what it's going to look like, still no right now. Um, again, I want what's going to best benefit the University of Georgia. So as we look at it, we have to look at different scenarios and see what's going to fit us best, you know, and, and there's going to be talk about is it do we stick with eight games do we go to nine there's a lot of stuff to work through um but i'm I'm, i have a lot of confidence um in working with our other ad's Uh, but when you get to the situation you know that it's never going to be perfect and it's never going to be one scenario that all 16 schools are 100 percent happy with but each school is going to fight for what they think is best for them but but i'm again uh, we have a great great room of ad's led by a great commissioner so we'll see where it heads, and that's something that we'll be working on in the, in the coming months. Very good. Uh, now, currently, the University of Georgia football team ranked number one in the nation. Well, you know, us, we fans, we love that, but we also are very realistic. You know, you're number one, but it's the middle of the season. So there's a long, long way to go. And so we're not going to count our chickens before they hatch or anything like that. But we, we are proud of the fact that uh, yeah. Georgia currently is ranked number one in the nation. Very. ESPN uh, game day has been on campus two out of the uh, last three weeks. You know, that, that's uh, that's a lot of uh, profile for the University of Georgia. A lot of talk, a lot of hype, a lot of attention being given to the uh, Georgia Bulldogs. And, and we know that that, you know, success will have a great and does have a great impact on the football program. But I, I was wondering, you know, what what does it mean for other sports programs as well, which in my estimation are just as major as the football team. They don't get the attention. They don't get the crowds and that kind of thing. But those students who are involved in those programs and, and uh, those uh, sports teams, man, it's a big deal to them. And for me, it's a very major thing. What What impact does the success with the University of Georgia football team have on other sports teams at UGA and on the university as a whole? Well, it all starts, like you said, with the national exposure of having game day here a couple of times. Um, it's a it's a three-hour commercial for the University of Georgia and our athletic department. Also, having these marquee matchups that we get that we're leading the nation and all these big viewerships of these uh, of our games. So you never know there could be a child in the, anywhere watching this game that could be young that now for any sport or just to be a regular student at the University of Georgia after watching compete, gets excited and thinks, man, this is somewhere I want to go to school one day. So the indirect return on that, you you may not see for years. But directly, I can tell you that when I, like I said, I meet with a lot of recruits from different sports on home game weekends, and I I meet with them generally on Friday, a lot of them, and then I'll go down on the field and uh, and visit with them before the game, because they get to go down, the the official visit recruits get to go down on the field before the game, and I'll follow up with them and, and check in with them. And just to see the look on their face, they're so excited the passion of the Bulldog Nation to see our student section filled an hour before kickoff to see the stadium filling up the red and black and the cheers and everything going on that it has a tremendous impact in recruiting in all sports so it just really helps us all and, and, I, and I've already seen uh, seen that take place with all the sports so um, yeah it, it's a big impact for all sports when we have those great games especially the great home game. Yeah, well, uh, Josh Brooks with us, the uh, UGA Athletic Director, University of Georgia Athletic Director, and uh, he's been on the job now for about nine months, and for my estimation, doing a great job. Fantastic what job. a job he has. It's, it's a big one, 
but he, he's, he, he, you can tell by talking with him that uh, his heart is at the University of Georgia, and he is committed to doing a great, great job. You know, you mentioned Coach Rick and uh, the part he played in you coming to the University of Georgia. Uh, we've had the opportunity, Matthew and I, uh, to meet Coach, Coach Rick and spend some time with him. And, and, you know, everybody I talk to, especially his former players, just mention, you know, the, the impact that he has had on their life, not just in their football life, but in their personal life as well. And, of course, we've been praying for uh, Coach Rick uh, dealing with his health issues. Uh, but uh, Coach Rick is, is still a great part of the University of Georgia. We love Kirby. He's a great coach. We love Kirby Smart. Uh, but, but for a lot of people, Coach Rick is still in their heart as a great coach for the University of Georgia. Any updates uh, with Coach Rick? Have you been able to talk to him lately? I actually saw him yesterday. It was, it was good to see him. He stopped by the office. Uh, you know, we're going to honor him. It's Missouri game at halftime. I'm sure we're very excited to do that. Um, we're going to have a bunch of his captains back um, that we've invited to come back and celebrate with him. So we're honored to be able to, to celebrate him and everything he means to the University of Georgia. You know, again, for me personally, he means so much to me. I wouldn't be here today if he hadn't given a 28-year-old director of football operations from the University of Louisiana Monroe a shot when he didn't know he didn't know me from Adam, right? And he took a shot cool. at me and, and cool. he mentored me and he, he you know, he's he such a great man and, and all the, the lessons he, he instilled in, in me and taught me and, and uh, taught me you know, how to be a great father, how to be a great husband and uh, I'm just so thankful that he's back in Athens and, and we have the mm-hmm. opportunity to celebrate him during games. Yeah, well, and, uh, it's just a blessing on so much. Yeah, so many of us have such a great high opinion of Coach Rick. And uh, as we say, we're praying for him. Well, Josh Brooks has been with us on today's sports report on UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram. Athletic Director for the University of Georgia. Sorry, Matthew had some uh, technical problems uh, with his audio. But, Josh, uh, thank you for joining us. I, I know you're busy. I know you're on the road and you're heading to somewhere else to continue to do what you're doing for the University of Georgia. Uh, by the way, Matthew and I will be at the Missouri game, so we'll try to look you up and uh, maybe say hello to you uh, yeah. at, at that game. And uh, But thank you so much for taking time yeah. to be with us. And, and you know, we always close our program with Go dogs, And yeah. I know that's on your heart as well, right? That's right. That's one of the things I really want to make more of a thing and, and keep pushing out there is our, uh, as my calling is always to say Go dogs, remind everybody yeah. that we're right. so blessed to be at the University of Georgia and, and be part of a great organization, a great university, a great city in Athens. Yeah. And, uh, it's been so, as always, go dogs. Go dogs. Thank you, Josh, for being with Thank us. Thank you so much. Thank you. UGA Football News would like to thank Southeast Mortgage, the official home loan lender of the Georgia Bulldogs, for sponsoring our program today. When the time comes to finance or refinance your home, make the smart choice and get your home loan from Southeast Mortgage. Your friends at Southeast Mortgage are ready to help you. Visit southeastmortgage.com slash UGA today for more information. This and previous editions of today's sports report can be found at UGA Football News on Facebook and Instagram, on many leading podcast apps, and at todayssportsreport.com. Be sure to join us for our next program as we keep you up to date with University of Georgia football and more. Until then, be safe and go dogs.